What's up, everybody? Joe Sib here with you. Rad parenting with my co-host. Anaya Vogue. We are in the studio. We've had a great couple of weeks of episodes. Got to say that right now because the feedback from you guys has been awesome. Got to say that. Uh, once again, any of the emails you guys want to send, so simple to do, radparenting at gmail.com. We appreciate all of the reviews on the show too. That is the best thing. I know I hit you up about uh, doing reviews a lot, but when I ask you guys to do that, it only gets us in front of more eyes uh, out there. Ears, so, actually. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's go with ears. Uh, yeah, because this is, this is all audio anyway. Uh, but the best part about it is the reviews really drive more people to listening to the shows and more people hitting us with ideas for shows. Got to thank all the guests we've had on the last couple of weeks. Everybody wins. That's been amazing. Uh, Hey, some more shows that we're going to be doing, uh, just ideas that Mm Anae and I were throwing around today. We always have like a pre-show meeting, which is, it's, it's kind of cool because then we kind of feedback with you guys and also come up with ideas. Um, one of the ones I'm really excited about is my partner at uh, Side One Dummy Records, Bill Armstrong. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. And you didn't even know this. He's been homeschooling his kids their entire 14 years. And you... It, it was sounds li- like he's doing an amazing job. We should have just taped the whole conversation. I wish we would have. I wish we would have. So we're doing a show on homeschooling, and that's been something a few people have brought up uh, in the emails asking us about homeschooling. I homeschooled for like three years. Not me, my person. I, you know, <laughs> I love that. With my kids. That was awesome. <laughs> um, another thing that we want to do too, and this kind of led into the homeschooling uh, show topic, was uh, I have a daughter that's a sophomore in high school, this road to college. Which, let me just say, as a Canadian, the whole American approach to college is just insanity. I, I mean, I, I, I've been in this country now and ta- used to teach at a high school uh, when I first came here, and I just have been watching it play out now that I have a daughter who's in college. I'm just like... These people are freaking crazy. Like, there's a lot of pressure that we're putting on our kids, and I think it'll be really great to explore sort of the good, the bad, and the ugly of yeah. being Ab- college-bound. Absolutely. And for the parents out there that are like, oh, my gosh, Anaya just called me crazy. Don't worry. I'm on the crazy side with you because my daughter, <laughs> she goes to a school, on, and I'll tell well, you the whole story at some hardcore. point. Hardcore, yeah. Yeah, she goes to a, hard, hard, you know, a school that's- College prep. College prep, and it's a journey that she decided on her own, which I always just admire so much because I was the worst worst student ever. So to have someone that's embraced education like she has and put herself on that journey yep. is pretty amazing. But I will say this, sometimes on that car ride to and from school with her friends and the things that they're saying in the car, I heard recently they were a girl got a, a I think it was an A minus on a test and she said, well, I guess I could say goodbye to Princeton. Yeah. And I almost crashed the Prius. And that, th- this is I what almost I'm talking crashed about. It, to qualify my accusation of crazy or, or insane or whatever is, is really, it's like we are putting a tremendous amount of pressure on our kids. So I think that that's going to be an episode that we can all really look forward to because honestly, even those of you who have little little children, but I know people that are like, got to make sure we got our kid on the preschool list because the preschool is going to lead to the elementary school, which is going to lead to the middle school, which is, I mean, it just starts really early. And if we can help parents to navigate that and take some of the pressure off themselves and their children, I think, you know, everybody's going to benefit. So. And also we'll let you guys know too, that it won't just be an A and I in here. We're going to have an expert, an expert to walk you through uh, I don't want to say the do's and don'ts, but just the hurdles yeah. of that whole entire ride. Yeah. So that'll be, navigate com- it. that'll be coming up, navigation into the world of college. And then this was something I thought you were kidding about, sleep training. What are you going to say? Oh, what yeah. What is that? 
Yeah, that's going to be good. I'm going to try to reach out to these uh, or, or, you know, have somebody reach out to these women who, who wrote a book. They're here in L.A. I know that for a fact. But when my little one was itty bitty, like just in the first couple months of her life, we found this book. I can't even remember how it crossed our paths, but on sleep training. And to this day... She is, you know, she has a regular bedtime. When she goes to sleep, she's in there. She's out in 10 to 15 minutes. And and we all the time, I have p- other parents commenting on like, how do you get your kid to sleep? So you know what? It's not for everybody, but I think it's something that, I mean, I was happy that it crossed my path and I want to put it out there for other parents who might, might benefit. So three uh, shows that'll be in the works, sleep training, the road to college, and then also homeschooling. homeschooling. We'll be tackling all those. And then like I always say, any other uh, ideas? Uh, shows ideas that you want any further episodes just hit us up at radparenting at gmail.com well, our, our episode today right is sort of born of, of a, a little seed that came through one of our one of our emails definitely uh, and I, I'm just going to jump right into it uh, basically we got an email from a mom out there and basically she has a newborn in the house I'll frame it for you she's got a newborn in the house and she has a nine-year-old son and the son is going into his room uh, at the end of the day or whenever he feels, shutting the door, and he's basically decompressing. She said he needs to decompress. Yeah, he needs to word. chill out. Yep. And I was like, wow, what's he doing at nine that he needs to decompress? Like, you know, is he, is he working on Wall Street? Like, what's going on? But I get it. It can be tough being a nine-year-old boy with a newborn in the house. Sure. So, and, and she acknowledges that, you know, like she – really what I loved is this mom is is, is – trying to be a conscious parent and she's trying to say how do I find the middle ground between giving him you know his alone time and also keeping him involved in our family like inviting him to continue to participate and not just have him locked away in his room exactly and the main uh the main kind of germ of the whole thing was the door shut Mm -hmm. door shut uh he's in his room he's decompressing he's watching tv but he's staying in there for a long time it, yep. it isn't like, hey, I'm going in the room and I'm in there for an hour. It's like, I got, I got a feeling it's like, you know, two, three hours. And as we all know as parents, the two, three hours when, when your son or daughter isn't right by your side could be a little bit of a, a recharge for mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, just sidebar, we, we do have video games in our household mm-hmm. and my son, my yep, son, my too. son likes them. Okay. Um, with that said, I set the timer. Hey man, you can have this amount of time on the video game. Yep. I will not, I'm, I'd be lying to you if I say sometimes the timer goes off and I reset it again, because it's literally a little time. I can answer some more emails. Yep. I can, I can, you know, reach out to a guest to be on rad parenting. And then it hits me. I'm like, how much of a rad parent am I being while he's in there, you know, playing ba- and uh, what is it? The baseball game, which sounds like a real baseball game going on in there, um, for longer in it. And, you know, so don't feel bad if, if it's like the perfect babysitter sometimes for your kids in there. But the, the germ of today's show, cause you and I started talking and you were asking about my household. I was asking about your household and you had, you brought up some points that I didn't even think about was alone time is important as, as, as you're developing as, as a kid, boy and girl. But then where you and I started riffing back and forth was like when the door shut and you're in there with the TV for mm-hmm. two to three hours and mom and dad are saying, come and join the parents downstairs and mm-hmm. let's have our time together. And that's kind of where we're at right now is really... I want to. I, the title of this episode, "To Be Alone or Not to Be Alone," right. was basically how that all came together with your ideas and with the door. And I told you, like in my household, when the kids were super young, it was you know 
we don't need to shut the door. Right. And and then you were like, well, and then you gave me a good example. Yeah. So let's kind of start right there. Let's start okay. with like, now, bef- before we go too deep, we're going to, I say we start with the first half before technology okay. is introduced into all of yeah. our lives. Okay, great. So it's interesting because in, in my in my home and with both my girls, I've really consciously, and it's been part of my own work as a woman and giving myself permission to have time to myself, I started using this word me time. And I use the same the same wording with them because I think that there's a stigma attached to the word alone. We we do it, you know, we see, you know, people who wait too long to get married, you know, they're they're alone. What's wrong with them or uh, you know, even in in grade school, like what does it mean that that kid's alone? Nobody likes them. Maybe I shouldn't go over and be their friend because I'm going to be, you know, there's just we have this thing that being alone means that you are less than or that people don't like you. Um the, whereas the word me time where I'll say to my my girls, you know, go ahead, spend some time with yourself. Um, that to me sounds really empowering. And so there is something to be said, especially for kids that are sensitive to, to wording, to, to choose your words carefully. In addition, we know that studies show quite clearly that kids who are able to have time with themselves or have alone time and entertain themselves, figure out how to, you know, what, what do I like to do? I don't feel like I need to be entertained every minute, actually are better at self-soothing, are better in a variety of situations. If they're in a room with a bunch of people that they don't know, the freak out is less significant than a kid who's so used to always having a friend or somebody familiar constantly by his or her side. So, so the first thing that we need to say here is a child wanting to spend time on their own in, in his or her room is important. It does not mean there's something wrong with them. Uh, it does not mean that you need to rush in and be entertaining them or finding something else for them to do. Okay. Now there's the, the, the door closing thing. That's also another layer to this as well as the technology factor. So this particular mom said, you know, his door is closed uh, and there's, you know, he's got a TV in there. He's got a TV in the room. What's your right. thought on TV in the room? I have a very strong, I, I am like anti-television in kids' rooms. And, and there was a time that that actually had more relevance than it does now because, of course, kids can now have, uh, you know, if they have a computer of their own, they you can be laptop, streaming anything streaming everything. and everything, right? And I'm not even like, you know, there's the whole subject of porn, which we can touch on in a minute. I'm talking about just even like they can have access to regular TV. with. No- so I think that we have to remember that, you know, part of the concern with them having access to media in their room is that depending on... On their age, their um, their ability to be emotionally equipped or psychologically equipped to handle everything that they're going to see uh, is 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 an important factor, right? If they're watching TV out in the common area, we can be like, oh, uh, nope, nope, that's that's way, you know, give it another year or so. There's a lot of stuff on that particular show that's just meant for you know kids who are a little older or for adults or whatever. If they're in their room, especially with the door closed, we we lose you know touch with what they're being exposed to. I think one thing that you just touched on with television in the room, you're not feeling that, uh, door shut, watching TV, I'll just fast forward to whenever I feel that there's technology with younger children, now it's different with teenagers. For my daughter, all of her uh, work that she has to do at school is now on the laptop. What age did that start? Because that's that, really, you know. That, I'll tell you right now, uh, I want to say that started at like sixth, seventh grade. Right around yeah, seventh grade was sense. was Middle when school. was when the entire books everything to do with school was put onto the laptop. Right. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We were so we did not have iPads or any type of 
technology for our children in our household until that moment where the uh, it, back then it was a it was an iPad that came in with work that needed to be done yep. for the school and yep. I, and I'll never forget this as long as I live. I was on a flight once, and my son or daughter was like trying to get my phone. I go no no no, and I put it away. And this mother said to me. Keep that out of their lives as long as you can, because the moment that they have it in their lives, it'll never be the same. And it was one of those things where you're like, "Ah, I don't know what you're talking, you know, whatever. Okay. That sounds pretty heavy. I'm going to go on, you know, with the rest of my flight. Mm -hmm. She was so right. Yeah. When we got that iPad into the house, as much as there was work being done on it for school, it literally changed the whole dynamic for our household, for my daughter and I, for my wife and and my daughter, and just it really changed everything. So everybody listening right now, if you can, in my personal opinion, just Joe Sib, some dude, uh, I would say try to keep that out of their lives as long as possible. It's gonna be in there because of the world that we live in, and and then they're gonna have plenty of time to do whatever they want. But what I've seen lately is once it becomes a part of your life, you're in the car, uh, you're driving somewhere on the freeway. Hey, Dad, can I have the phone? They're always hey, plugged in. Ma- they're always plugged in. And remember when you were a kid and you you look out the window at the trucks going by and look at the guy in that car and you just remember you drift off into like, mm-hmm. man, it'd be so rad if I was flying. Mm-hmm. Like I would, you know, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. you do something like that. Those days are over because you're staring at the phone living in YouTube land. So with all of that said, that little exit I went on for a second, that little off-wrap I went on, I'll come back to the bedrooms. In 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 our house, from my daughter, she she obviously has to study for midterms and studying and, and, and our listeners know, yeah, that's what's going on. And you have the, the laptop in there and you're doing that. But for my younger one, mm-hmm. it's, uh, hey man, if you want to go in your room and you're having alone time, literally like you are alone, because I don't call alone time when you've got when you've got the internet right there at your fingertips. Yeah. That's not alone time. Mm-hmm. That is that is a that is a rabbit hole to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. uh, a highway of information. So mm-hmm. check it out. If you really truly want alone time, we're not going to have the TV on. We don't have TV in our room or any of our rooms, and you're not going to have the uh, computer in there with you. Mm-hmm. Now, do I always hold true to that? I'd be lying to you if I said yes. Do what I, part of it? What part of it? Well, there's no TV in in my younger right. younger uh, per, younger son's room. Uh, but the going upstairs and hey, Dad, can I borrow your laptop? And I go, yeah, sure. And he'll say, okay, cool. And he cruises up there. And just because he's older, um, number one rule in our house is just like, hey, man, you know, if you're going to be on the computer, then you know, you there's no like. Clearing like clearing searches, the history. yeah, none clearing of that. The history. And then he doesn't That's even a really know. Interesting role. He, you know, he doesn't really know about that anyway mm-hmm. because I have the computer set up that it's on. You know, the settings where you can't really drift into sketchy mm-hmm. worlds. Mm-hmm. But with, but the whole point is, is that if you truly want alone time in your room with the door shut, mm-hmm. there's no computer in there. And and I've and we've been pretty good with doing that. And and I feel that, and sometimes. You know, kids have to be like, well, then what am I going to do in your, what do I do in my room then? Well, well, that's the whole thing. And I think that we debilitate, you know, I, because first of all, we, we need to say that like access tech to technology can be brilliant and important. Absolutely, it's, it's connecting people all over the world. There's many, many, you know, pluses, but too much of anything is, is potentially dangerous. So I think that just like anything else, we're always encouraging this idea of conscious parenting is to just figure out what, you know, and now we've kind of, let's just deal with the technology thing here for a second to do a little bit of research, figure out what you think makes sense for your kids in terms of how much, just call it screen time, they're going to have access to every day. Because I think there's also something really powerful, and that's how we do it in my house, is I'll say, you have two hours of screen time. You 
may choose, you know, obviously within, within reason, how you want to spend. So if you want to do an hour of gaming and then you're going to watch two 30-minute television shows, done. And there's something about that, that that balances like a restriction that is put in place for their own well-being with an element of choice. They get to make a decision about how they're going to use that time. It doesn't apply to my older daughter who's now an adult and does in, her own In thing. college. Uh, bringing it back really quick to our listeners. So to answer, to, to throw in just our opinion, uh, your son up there with the door shut decompressing, as you were saying, watching TV. I think the only thing that Ana and I are both in agreement of, or we're in agreement of a lot of things, but I think what we're, <laughs> I think we're just agreeing on is that like, hey, you know what? I don't think there needs to be a TV in the room, first of all. If he wants to decompress, don't decompress with your friend the television and don't decompress with your friend the internet because you're really not spending alone time. And and then that way, the door shut. You want to spend two hours in there playing Legos or two yep. hours in there drawing, two hours in there reading, whatever right. you want to do. I, I, I love that, what we're saying. I think you and I are both just in agreement of you can't have that technology in there with and, you. And the, I think the technology becomes a source of dependence, just like the kid who can never be by themselves. Really, that kind of like, you know, if you're talking about television, you're talking about streaming, you know, this show or that, then that becomes a dependency. And what we're trying to do, as I always say, is our, my number one goal as a parent is to help my children become independent of me and, and to be able to know that the n- person that they can rely on most in the world at any given time is themselves. I'm going to throw this out there right now because I know, I just know as a listener, people got to be thinking, hey man, my kid is getting so much screen time right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when they take it away from them, you see the breakdowns, you see the reaction to an addiction. You see, it is no different than hiding someone's smokes from them when they're just like, I need a cigarette. Oh, yeah. and, I, and, and The ultimate threat, taking away the iPad. Absolutely. And I'll say right now, I, I'm, I have the phone in my pocket all the time that sometimes when it's not in there, I actually feel it going off. Have you ever had that sensation? Where oh, you're like, yes. oh, I heard my phone buzz. And you're like, my phone's not in my pocket. It's like your body. It's like after you have a baby and you're like, I think the baby might still be in there. I still feel he's kidding. I don't know that sensation, but I know about, I know the sensation about having the phone in my, now I'm going to share something with everyone right now. Uh, let's say your kids are just going crazy on the screen time and, and watching TV all the time. And you're like, Oh my God, we've gone so far down the road. Mm. We cannot, we will not be able to get away from this. I'll tell you right now, I'll share it with you. Been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there where I'm like, Oh my God, the amount of screen time that is happening right now. This is not the family situation I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I will just look at each other and we just, we've just, and I, and I know this sounds crazy. We've just been like, guys, it's done. And we prep ourselves for the pushback. Sure. We've just been like, we've just gone for like, it's, it's, it's over. It's done. And this is when they were younger and it would just, the pushback initially, and we prepare ourselves you know, okay, the pushback's going to be gnarly right now. And there'd be uh, the people like the uprising, like, no, we'll do anything. Don't take away the phone. Don't take away this. Mm-hmm. We know that. And I'll tell you this right now for the first 24 hours, it is so heavy. And then the next day there's the, there's the please. And then you're like, nope, we're not doing it. No video games and literally removing them from the household. I remember I drove around in my car for like six months once with an Xbox thing. And people would be like, why is this Xbox in here? And it would be like, you know, because I took it out of the house. But what I realized was this, you ready? After about two to three days, they adapt, they, they start, I call it thawing out. Yep. Their brains start to go, Oh, so this is the way you're supposed to think and live. And yes. like, I, like it wakes I, up their brain because there's a part of their brain that's being used. Like there's no question. There's parts of their brain that are being used via the technology, but we want their entire brain 
to be exercised. You know, you don't just go to the gym and just work out your lower body because then we know how that turns out. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's... You have it, really big legs. You have really big legs yeah. and a really small upper body and you just look <laughs> a little out of balance. But no, even... And even as I'm listening to you, I think, you know, the I, the analogy that works for me is you have to remember because delivering the, like, here's what's, here's what's going to change around here. You, you know, as a single parent with your partner, whatever, have to be really solid so that it's whatever comes at you. And I think the way to get your head into the right space is to be like, okay, at the end of the day, we are steering the ship. And if there's an iceberg that we see coming, you know, in our line, we need to steer clear of that or the ship is going down. But can I tell you right now, I know as being a parent, it is, you're just trying to make ends meet. You're driving, you're dealing with traffic, dance class and piano. And Mm -hmm. how are we going to come up with the money for the birthday party? And I, I need the, I need the extra cash because the school just had the the fundraiser and we weren't there and now I need 20 bucks for that. And mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I feel like you just get swept away and it, out of control as a parent. Like, how do I do this all? And mm-hmm. sometimes we have to just single parent, two parents, yeah. you have to stop for a second and, yeah. and almost lock yourself away and shut the door right. and say, what are we doing right now? What do we want to do? And, and I know a lot of times it's just easier to keep things in the in the chaos of the TV and on the, and letting your kids almost kind of run the show. And I've been guilty of that. Mm -hmm. I've said to my wife sometimes, I just don't want to have the argument with everyone right now. I've worked all day. You've worked all day. Mm -hmm. I want to just chill for a second. I don't want to have the argument about why we can't do A, B, and C. And that's always the times whenever I, whenever I, whenever my wife and I are saying that to each other, I always go, oh my God, that's our answer. We, that's why we have to go right now. Right. And, and say, this is what's happening. It's, it's, I always so think of it as short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. You know, just like the, the episode where I was talking about taking away my daughter's seventh birthday party. That was freaking hard. By the way, people still can't believe you did that. I know. I, I've had people come up to me that we have, I, I have crossed my paths or they're like people that I know that listen to the show. They're like, ah, uh, heard about you taking away the seventh birthday. But let me tell you, <laughs> that was... It will be unforgettable, and it may, it drove home a point that was not getting through in any other way. And I think that what's really important here is to do make sure that you're ready for it, right? So maybe you let it go for an extra few days because you're like, "There's no way this week I am up to my eyeballs in 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 stuff with work. I'm not going to be able to do a good job." Follow through is essential, like right up there with the top ten rules of parenting. Don't put it out there if you can't follow through. And so do it when you or you and your partner know you can follow through. Through brace yourself. And I really think you know this just crossed my mind. I think it'd be a really cool like tactic or, or, or rule of thumb for conscious parenting is once a month, like you sit down with your partner and be like, what are we working on this month? What's working? What's not? Yeah. No different than going over the house bills, no going over the budget, no going over, Hey, we're going on a family vacation. Say to each other, Hey, you know, what do, what do we want to work on? What's maybe happening in our household? That's not working with what we originally thought of. Because I know so many times when for for my own personal experience, what I envisioned my family to be and what my family really is is so different. Well, and there's so many things that are great. Yeah. But there's sometimes things that that I've allowed to happen that I that I'm just like, wow, I never thought, you know, this would happen. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a way, a tone that maybe my yeah. kids talk to me, and that was always a yeah. real, a real like uh, trigger for me. Mm-hmm. And and now I've just realized is that. I can control that tone with them, but the benefit is we have this crazy communication where we're always talking about. Like yeah. I sometimes the communication no. in my household is so good. Did <laughs> I say no more communicating? Whatever. Done. No more talking. And my Which and, is brilliant. and my wife will be like, "No, but we should." I go, "No, no." You know what? Everyone's communicating. La, 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 yeah, la. I'm like, I, I'm like, communications off for the rest of the night. 
And, you know, which I know people are like, oh my God, do you really say that? And I, yeah, I have. And, uh, and, no, and that's, you know, because I think as long as there's communication. Okay, so let's not go too far off. Let's, let's. I, I was going to bring it back yeah, around. Bring okay, it back, so this though, is the way we're so going to end it right that. now. So, just to go over our points today, all started with nine year old son going into the bedroom, shutting the door, mm-hmm. decompressing, decompressing, chilling out, watching mm-hmm. some TV mm-hmm. for a longer period of time than I think his mom would would like. Right. Her question to us was, is this normal and what can I do? Okay. And I think the way that we, what we brought to the party, and once again, our opinion uh, was- with, with some research to, with some to research. back it up in terms of the importance yeah. of kids having you brought the research. You, yes. brought, you brought the factual stuff. You brought the factual stuff <laughs> that actually has some meat on the bone. Uh, sorry, vegetarians. Uh, you, you brought that with basically though saying, and I think we both agree with this, some people might be bummed on this. No TV in the room. Yep. Can't have the TV in the room. Also, cannot uh, have the computer or the technology up in your room by yourself with the door shut. You want to go on that, you got to do it downstairs in the common area, whatever that is. And if you truly want, and this is where it comes from you, if your child truly wants alone time, that is a great thing. That is not a, that is called me time in your household. Support it. And it's not a bad thing. Yep. There is a stigma with like, oh, he wants to be alone. Why would he want to be alone? He should always be with us. No, it's healthy. Let him Especially be alone. Especially at that age. We need to say at nine years old, that is the, for, for boys, that is the beginning. That is the entry point to adolescence. So we know that psychologically there is there are really important things going on in a child's brain as they enter adolescence that is is be- the beginning of of another phase of individuation. Who am I? What am I doing here? What's my place? And frankly, in this particular situation, having a new baby sibling has probably uh, uh, heightened his his awareness and his questioning around how do I fit in here? I used to be an only child and everything was focused on me, and now it's kind of all about the baby. You know what what's up with that? And and if if he's finding a way to process, so I think what this mom is really doing well is she keeps going back and communicating with him and inviting him to to join the family. And at some point, she may need to say enough is enough. I, I want you to have an hour of alone time because that is really good and it's really healthy. And I want you to have that time to yourself. And then you need to come out and do something with us because we love you. Yeah. And we want to see your face. And the other thing that you said too was, uh, and, and I, and I love the, the mom's name was Paige. I love the fact that she's in touch with it, even though she's got the, the newborn there. Yeah. She's, she's aware that the, the, her son is up there. I love that. And the only thing we would say, uh, is, you know what? Let's yank the TV out of that room so we can yeah. truly have some me time. Yeah, and 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 in general, like embrace and encourage your kids having time to themselves, which includes not just the television not being in the room, but not allowing them to become so dependent on the stimulation of technology that they don't know how to be without it. Because there are other parts of their brain and their being that need to be developed that are going to shut down if all they're reliant on is the the constant stimulation of the iPad or the television. Or, or even and, just constantly being around other people. And, and people, and, and I've read this, and an article was passed along to me, and it was a great article. Wish I knew the name of it, but the best part I took from it was being bored's okay. It's okay. Yep. Be in your room, you're bored. Let your mind have a second from all of the technology and all of the stimulant that's just being you know thrown at you constantly. Yep. So for him to do that, I love that. I want to thank Paige too, our listener. I don't know why I clapped, but I said, hey, Paige, thank you so much for taking the time to write and give it, ask us this question for anyone else that's listening. It's very, very simple. Radparenting at gmail.com. Keep the questions coming. And thank you guys so much. And Paige, if you get rid of that TV, um, you can email me my, I'll just get you my address and you can just ship, ship it that, on over. Ship that on. <laughs> 
How great would that be? I got her, her son's TV in my room. Totally like, not. That's what this was all about. Yeah. Door shut. All right. I uh, want to thank all of you guys, too, for listening. And um, please keep those reviews coming on iTunes for us very much. Uh, with that said, Anea and Joseph, we are out of here. One, two, three. Late. Late.